is going up on us every single year and the competitors are raising the bar and everybody you're dealing with everybody's expecting a little bit more today that means for us to go into tomorrow's marketplace with yesterday's skills is going to be futile so may i suggest that we got to have those visions for change and progress but you know there's some people who say change i don't like change got all this new stuff. You want me to learn about the 3V control system? Aqua Snap Chiller. You want me to learn all this new stuff? I just learned all the old stuff a few months ago. <laughs> well, hey, we got to make sure we got an aggressive and positive attitude, haven't we? We got to make sure that we are embracing change. Fired up about the new technology that'll take us into the future. You know, J. Paul Getty had a great line. Somebody said one time, Mr. Getty, what do you have to do to be successful? He said, it's really quite simple. He was the wealthiest man in the world at the time. He said, you only need to do three things. Rise early, work hard, strike oil. <laughs> hey, that's a pretty good formula, isn't it? But, you know, that doesn't work for us too well here on a Wednesday morning in Las Vegas, does it? From a more practical standpoint, we've got to have a hunger for knowledge and an excitement for information. So I say, let's embrace change. Let's get all excited about change. But there's one problem. And the problem is that people have a tendency to sometimes resist change because we all know the easiest thing to do today is the same old thing we did yesterday. Aren't we all creatures of habit? I'll give you an example, Dave. <laughs> Dave, do you know with a simple change like moving your waste paper basket from the right side to the left side of your desk, do you know with a simple change like that, you will probably throw paper on the floor for 21 days <laughs> over there where the waste basket used to be? Maybe three or four months for you, Dave. I don't know. <laughs> but we all know that we are creatures of habit, and sometimes we want to resist change if we're not careful. So let me show you a great quote that, that I uh, came up with not too long ago. People change when the pain not to change exceeds the pain to change. So we know that change and the embracing of a new idea, a new product, new technology, new details we must learn can be a little bit painful. Let me tell you what's more painful. It's not embracing the newness of an exciting idea that's going to give you a competitive advantage in that commercial marketplace. So I say, let's go to the next level. Let's do everything we can to make sure that we're going to change in a positive way. Now on the vision side, there's a little different twist. Dr. Peter Drucker, author of over 25 books, had a great line. He said, the best way to predict your future is to create it. I like that. That's, that's proactivity. That's personal motivation. You know, there's some people in my business who think it's unsophisticated to talk about motivation. Friends, I think it's more important than it's ever been. If we're going to have a vision for an exciting future, we've got to be motivated to have the work ethic to make it become a reality. We've got to be disciplined to go to the next level. People every now and then ask me, oh, you're a professional speaker. Huh? Well, you, are you a content speaker or are you a motivational speaker? I say, yeah. <laughs> you've got to be both. You've got to have content, but you've got to get people fired up enough to use it, right? I got on an airliner not too long ago to take a trip, and I sat down next to this guy. We began to chat there on the airliner, and after a few minutes, we introduced ourselves to each other. And I said, Don Hudson. We shook hands. He said, Don Hudson, he said, are you that motivational speaker? Now, I'll be frank with you. I, I do prefer the tag uh, professional speaker business trainer, but I certainly didn't want to cause a debate. I just met the guy. I thought, keep it simple, Don. Talk to the man. You might learn something, right? So I just said, yeah, that's me. Well, it seems he wanted to have a debate anyway. He said, I thought that might have been you when I saw you get on the airliner, Don. He said, I was in one of your audiences about 15 years ago. He said, I was in sales then. He said, Don, I'm in management now, and let me tell you what I've been learning. He said, by the way, you're probably not going to like this one too much. What I've been learning is motivation is of no value because motivation doesn't last. I said, a bath doesn't either, but it's a good idea to take one once in a while. 
He said, I hadn't thought about it like that. So we got to have the visions for change and progress. And let me share with you one of the ideas that I think needs to be an integral part of our vision as we look into the future. One of the desires I've got as your opening speaker this morning is, I want you to be more fired up about the profession of selling than you've ever been. As sales engineers, your challenge is great. That bar of excellence is going up all the time. So we don't have time to have anybody be negative toward us as a profession. I've got a little bit of a problem with the fact that there's some people who look down their noses at salespeople and consider us less than professional. I put together a little model which we uh, structured at U.S. Learning. We call it the evolution of the profession of selling. It's five simple stages, and I want to run them by you. The five simple stages in the evolution of the profession of selling. Number one is what we call the product pitch. Now, I'll be frank with you. I hate the word pitch. I also hate the word hate. But I hate the word pitch more than I hate the word hate, so I'm going to say it this way. You see, the word pitch implies you're going you're to be real slick, and you're going to do something too